Welcome to the Smarter Building Materials Marketing Podcast, helping you find better ways to grow leads, sales, and outperform your competition. And now, here are your hosts, Zach Williams and Beth Popnikoloff. All right, everybody, welcome to Smarter Building Materials Marketing, where we believe your online presence should be your best sales team. My name is Zach Williams. We've got a great show planned for you today. We're breaking again from our typical interview process or typical interview style. And I'm going to be sharing with you some things that we're seeing in the marketplace today and how you can be using the data available to us to continue to navigate today's situation and help your organization grow. So today we're going to be talking about the winning marketing pivot, the winning marketing pivot for building materials in the midst of COVID. I was talking with our team earlier today, and I really believe that there are two key things to be thinking about. And I know a lot of people are just trying to navigate the current situation, but the reality is that there is a strategy component to what you need to be thinking about today. Like everybody had to pivot very quickly. Everybody had to adapt in the moment as COVID went down, as we've all been shut down and and we're locked in our homes, we're all having to pivot our marketing, our sales efforts. On today's episode, I'm going to talk you through a couple of things that we're seeing in the marketplace that you can learn from and leverage in your strategy not only to grow awareness with your audience right now, but how to close that loop and close the door on the sale, whether it's today in this marketplace or post-COVID tomorrow. Cool, so let's get into it. The very first thing you need to do is understand your audience's need in the moment. Your audience's need right now in the midst of COVID is very different than what it was pre-COVID and post-COVID. We're in a very unique environment today. And there's really two things that your audience is feeling. And I don't care who you are. Your audience is feeling two things because we're all humans. There's a feeling of anxiousness and there's a feeling of restlessness. The anxiousness, the anxiety that people feel is because they don't know what's going to happen. We're not familiar with the scenario. We've never been through it before. And we're trying to figure out what to do. COVID hit us. Nobody was really prepared. Nobody understood that this was going to go down. And that level of anxiety and uncertainty is continuing to build. So what you do is you need to reinforce and deal with that by making yourself ever-present, that reassuring voice, that reassuring presence to your audience. There's a lot of ways you can do that. I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. But dealing with the anxiousness, you solve that by reassuring people in your message. You need to make sure you pivot your message around that. The restlessness is happening because people are stuck in their homes. They're literally stuck in their homes. They cannot leave. All they can do is be on their computer, their phone, and watch television. I was talking with someone on my team earlier, and they're like, I'm bored out of my mind. I miss people so much. This is literally an extrovert's purgatory because I need to be around people. And so there's this restlessness and angst a bit because people, they want to be out. They don't like being locked in. And so what this is causing is if you think about today's society is I can change the channel. I can, I can literally watch whatever I want on Netflix immediately. Boom. I could be on my phone and get whatever I want. Boom. I can order from any restaurant, have it delivered to me immediately. If you are not built around ease, if your business has some friction points, that restless component that people feel is going to be exacerbated with your business model. Now is the time more than ever to deal with those friction points in how you market, position, and sell. So not only does your marketing and how you position, how you sell, even your website and all your content need to be super easy to use. Like if you're not providing different ways for people to engage with you or ask questions, whether that's chat or phone or email or any type of information online, you're making it difficult. That's exacerbating things. But on the opposite end, there's actually tremendous opportunity there because people are restless. They're actually wanting that connection. Just like my coworker who wants connection because he's an extrovert 
that's a large portion of the population as well. So if you are the building material manufacturer, or if you're the organization that's providing that connection point for the industry, whether that means you're, you're holding virtual webinars or virtual get-togethers or ways to build community on social media, like these are tremendous opportunities to build connection and deal with that anxiety and that restlessness. People are going to remember that. Like I was talking to somebody else this morning about this on our team. I was like, you know, People are not going to necessarily remember every little marketing campaign that you did, but they are going to remember the feeling that you brought them if you brought them a sense of hope in this journey that we're all going through. And so if you can be a conduit of connection to people, that's going to have long-lasting impact, not just right now in COVID and even post-COVID, but long past the season that we're in, right? Another great example of this is that there was someone on my team who was sharing with me that there's a manufacturer out there who's still holding lunch and learns. And a lot of people are doing virtual lunch and learns, but they're actually ordering everybody lunch and having it delivered. And I thought this was super smart because they're bringing that human component of sharing a meal and which may feel like a given in a natural context of an architecture firm. And it's actually becoming something special because people are going to look back and go, hey, remember when we had that meal over Zoom together? They may not remember everything about your product, but they're definitely going to remember how you made them feel in that moment too, right? So again, understand your audience's needs. Understand that that level of anxiousness and that level of restlessness that they're feeling right now. And then secondarily, understand how they've changed. The way you are selling, and this is across the board, the way everybody is selling right now has changing. We're leveraging technology in a way that has never been done before. Everybody who's got that large T&E budget, large travel and entertainment budget, that's fallen through the floor. People are having to sell virtually. They're selling on Zoom. They're selling over email. They're finding ways to use social. And what I think is really interesting is, and this will be really interesting to plot out, is how much of that is going to continue. Are your sales really going to drop if you're not traveling as much? Are you going to use technology more? So if you look at Zoom... They added 2.22 million monthly active users so far in 2020. 2019, 1.99 million in total. Three months, they've done more than they did all last year. Now, none of us are surprised, and their stock is going to do great, right? (laughs) But what's interesting here and something to think about is how your audience has changed, not only right now in this moment, but what are they going to do? What are they going to carry over post-COVID? So are they more comfortable with being sold to virtually? Are they more comfortable with doing their research without talking to an actual person? Look at these indicators. Look at how people are changing and bring that into your marketing, into your education, into how you train your team. Training is also really important here too. And looking at how people have changed, you also need to think about what training does your team need to serve them. Not only should your marketing and messaging change post-COVID and during right now, but what does your team need to support that as well? If you're a company out there and think that things are going to go back to status quo after this, that this is just kind of a blip and everything's going to go back to the way it was, your head is in the sand. Like that's not the case. Now, granted, I'm not saying that our world has been turned upside down. It will never, ever be the same and everything is Armageddon. (laughs) That's not the case. But what I am saying is that how people sell, how people research is drastically changing. How they buy, what they're comfortable purchasing online, how they're comfortable purchasing through different means. Like all of that, we're pushing that level of uncomfortability because there's no other option. Like my sister who is a teacher. She's a teacher at a high school. She has 200 other teachers that she works with. They had a big staff meeting. Instead of going into the auditorium, they all jumped on a Zoom call. There's 20 people on the call who were over the age of 60 who had to learn how to use Zoom. My sister had to go on mute and laugh because a lot of those people didn't know what they're doing, but that's a different story. But I'm using that as an example to say this level of uncomfortability or the level of resistance to use technology 
in marketing and sales and research and purchasing, a lot of that is being forced out the door because of this scenario. And we have to take note of that. The other thing that we see that's happening is from a data standpoint, there's massive increases in search demand right now. Search demand meaning I go to Google, I search for something, I'm trying to research and find information. People are at their homes, they're stuck in front of their computer. So they're trying to find new products, they're trying to research maybe projects they want to take on. That's true for homeowners, contractors, builders, GCs, architects across the board. If you're a manufacturer, you know oftentimes people are hesitant to try new products. And this is a tremendous opportunity for you because they're stuck at home and they're doing more research. The likelihood that they may try your product is greater because they're willing to do the research now and learn about your product. So make it super easy to get samples in front of them. Maybe consider not charging people because people don't want to spend money. Like that's a hesitancy people have right now is they don't want to spend money. Maybe make things free. Maybe reduce friction. Maybe try to just get the product in their hands because if you can build your pipeline now, and view this COVID audience as maybe a subset of a larger group of people that did a bunch of research that may not close the loop and actually make the purchase until after this is out, you're going to be in an incredible position to grow sales with that audience in a way that maybe other people aren't. Like, so for example, one thing we're doing at Venvio is we're capitalizing all of the search intent with all of our clients. We're trying to get as many people through the door because not as many people are advertising. So our cost per clicks is down, but our search demand is up. And what that means is that people may not be converting the actual sale right now, but we're creating subset audiences within the different ad platforms to say, hey, this COVID audience may not convert today. They may not have a typical buyer journey of, let's say, 30 days, for example, but they may convert in 90 days. So we're elongating our customer journey process to make sure that we're still closed in loop and getting the sale with COVID audiences and COVID potential customers because we're viewing them as a very specific subset and very specific data set of individuals that could be our customers. So again, recapping, understand your audience's needs, understand how your audience has changed. And the third thing is you need to innovate and you need to adapt. You need to innovate how you build awareness and drive sales with your customers. Your number one goal right now should be to be incredibly agile and nimble in your marketing, your messaging, your positioning, and how you sell. If the level of speed that you're being pushed into is not making you feel uncomfortable, you're not moving quick enough. People are at home and all they can do is be in front of their computers and research when it comes to their job. They, granted, they can do work, but the likelihood that they're going to research and find products and try to innovate in their own space has increased you have an incredible opportunity to reach them. So you need to find ways to educate your sales reps on how to use new technology. You need to find ways to get content that's all focused on this scenario. If you're not rewriting content, tweaking content on your site, looking at your social posts across the board when it comes to this scenario and dealing with what your audience's needs are and adapting very quickly, you're missing out on tremendous opportunity because everybody to this point has had to be reactionary. What's also important to note here too is that innovation is not just marketing and technology innovation, but also branding innovation. Innovating your messaging and your mindset and helping your audience and your customers do the same thing is critical. Like I spoke about last week, if, if you are panicking and you're passing that panic on, that's not helping your brand. But if you're innovating how you're helping your audience position and sell and weather the storm, that's setting you up for so much success, not just sales, but how you're positioned in the mind and the inner world of your audience. The final point here too, I think it's important to note, 
is that when we think about COVID and what's gone down over the last month, it feels like a decade, right? <laughs> it feels like an eternity, but it hit everybody by surprise. And so everybody's had to be reactionary to this moment. COVID is going to end. There is a time when this thing is going to pass. Do not let that next transition hit you by surprise. Begin planning for it today. If you follow the path of other recession innovators, regardless of building products, if you look across the board of what happened in 2008, there were four key steps, and we were actually researching this, four key steps that, according to Bain & Company, which we'll link to in the show notes, outlines that every major innovator out of the last recession undertook. There was early cost restructuring, there was balance sheet discipline, there's aggressive commercial growth plays, and proactive M&A. Basically, what they said is they viewed the recession, they viewed the economic crisis that people were hit with as opportunity. And I think what's important to note here is that we are in an economic crisis because there's so much uncertainty, but this will pass. Viewing this moment in time as an opportunity to escalate your growth and really accelerate that is what's in front of us. If you look at Samsung, Samsung 2008, they started investing heavily into R&D. They rebrand from a positioning standpoint as a sleek and innovative company, comparing themselves to Apple and the iPhone. They also divested underperforming subsidiaries so they could focus on their core businesses. They saw the opportunity as massive. Look at Stanley, who's also in the building product space. They positioned themselves to acquire Black & Decker back in 2009. Even though Black & Decker was much larger, when valuations dropped, Stanley was in a place to jump on the opportunity. This is an opportunity. But the key is to make the pivot now, to understand what your audience needs are, how they've changed, and then make a decision on how you need to innovate across the board to capitalize on this opportunity to build awareness and drive sales. Speaking of building awareness and driving sales, we've got a great set of webinars coming up the next two Thursdays. Thursday the 9th and Thursday the 16th, we're going to be holding webinars on how to build awareness effectively in today's marketplace, how to capitalize on all the increase in search demand. And the second webinar we're going to be holding is how to use technology to sell to your audience in today's marketplace. These are going to be two great webinars for you to join. There's no strings attached. We just want to bring some great insight in the industry. If you want to sign up for either of these or both of these, go to vanvio.com slash webinar. Again, I hope you found today's episode beneficial. Drop me a note at Zach at Venvio.com if you've got any questions or if there's anything you want to hear about. We've got an awesome slate of content coming down the pike for you. We're here to help. We're here to assist. Again, we believe that there's a brighter future tomorrow. We just need to protect our mindset and look for the opportunities in front of us. Until next time, thanks, everybody. You've been listening to Smarter Building Materials Marketing with Zach Williams and Beth Popnikola. To get the resources mentioned in this podcast, visit venvio.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.